Brian Little. Here we go again. Episode 23 of the Bad Buddhism Podcast with your host, Anthony Boyd. Today we're gonna keep it, we're gonna keep it nice and simple. This is a topic that I've written an article on and I did a video on did these um, aforementioned pieces of content on this specific topic yesterday, which was Monday. And I love Mondays. You know why? I love Mondays because Mondays are the days of, or Monday is the day of pure potentiality. Monday is the day of pure potentiality. Everybody seemed to hate Mondays for some reason, and they have good reason. You know, it's the day you go back to work, you go back to school, you go back to your responsibilities or what have you. But I think the silver lining in that is if you're looking, well, every day is a day for pure potentiality. But if we're looking at it strictly from the context of the work week or what have you, we can we can look at it as a fresh start you know we can look at it as a way to set a series of new goals for the week right i especially love when a new month starts on a monday but anyway i know a lot of you're not going to be feeling that a lot of you are probably listening to this on a Monday and are dreading Mondays, but I don't know. A shift in perspective can definitely help. A shift in perspective is definitely in order. Speaking of shifts in perspectives, today we're going to be talking about paradigm shifts. And before I get into get into the uh, discussion of paradigm shifts, I want to thank my new listeners, each and every one of you, for tuning in giving this podcast a chance because i am super confident that each and every episode you will walk away having learned something new having changed the way you think about life or a certain aspect of your life i don't want to completely revolutionize your life all in one sitting i'd rather do it one by one episode by episode gradually insidiously so there's that thank you for listening and thank you for my returning listeners for the loyalty i dig that i fucks with y'all i like y'all so as i was saying we're going to be talking about paradigm shifts what is a paradigm shift before we go into what a paradigm shift is, we have to define what a paradigm is in the first place. So let's go to our friend, the dictionary, and look up what paradigm shifts, well, paradigms are, what a paradigm is. Okay. A paradigm, definition of paradigm. A philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within within which theories, laws and generalizations and the experiments performed in support of them are formulated. 
scroll up a little bit. Example pattern, especially an outstanding, <clears throat> an outstandingly clear or typical example or archetype. Hmm. Let's go to a different uh, definition. As a matter of fact, I've, since I wrote an article on this, I'm going to go to the article real quick and pull up the definition. And once again, my trusty fan of my laptop is going crazy. I don't know why my laptop is doing that. If any of you are computer experts, maybe you can help me out with that. I'm recording and every time I start recording, this thing just starts going crazy for some reason. And I really do not feel like figuring out figuring it out for myself. But <clears throat> hopefully it's not bothering you guys too much. Hopefully it's not getting in the way. All right. So paradigm, right? Pull up another definition from the New Oxford American Dictionary. A typical, a typical example or pattern of something, a model. Hmm. So since we have our working definition of paradigm, what is a paradigm shift? Now, a paradigm shift is going to be a shift in a model. It's going to be a shift in a way of thinking. Now, I want to tell you guys a story how I came up with this topic. So I was on Instagram the other day scrolling. Actually, I was on Instagram over the weekend and I was scrolling, right? Excuse me, I had to take a sip of my coffee. So I came across this young lady's page and she, as a matter of fact, it was Instagram stories. Um, <clears throat> came across this young lady's page, went to her stories and... Um, I saw that she had taken, uh, I think it was a video or a picture of one of her plants. And she highlighted the fact that one of the leaves were dying <clears throat> and a new leaf was growing on the other side of the plant in its place. So she said that the plant, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm just recalling, she basically said that the nutrients are being diverted from the dying or decaying or dead leaf to the new leaf to the baby leaf and i found that quite interesting i have a plant or two at my spot and i decided to take a picture and send it to her and because one of my one of the leaves and one of my plants is dead so I sent her the I sent her the picture, right? And I asked her what does, you know, well, it was a video. I asked her what does this mean, right? Sending her a picture of my plant. And I didn't see it before, but um she basically highlighted the dead leaf and she also highlighted the um matter of fact, she highlighted the new growth, the new baby leaf. And I didn't see it before. So Immediately, I had sort of like an epiphany and I realized that we can apply this sort of um, botanical analogy or botanical metaphor to our lives. We can we can turn this into a botanical metaphor and apply it to our lives. Right. Many times we have outdated belief systems or paradigms 
or models or frameworks, ways of thinking. And we need to shift to a new, refreshing way of thinking. Now, why do we need to make this shift? Well, I'll put it like this. Our circumstances change over time. And in each circumstance, or say we're in a phase of our life, right? We're in a phase of our life and we've developed a model or a framework for dealing with that phase, even without realizing it. We develop these patterns that allow for us to navigate specific circumstances. We develop these patterns that allows us to navigate certain social situations. But as you all know, life requires that we level up. Life requires that we change. Life isn't a stagnating phenomenon, right? So when life shifts as it does ever so ever so gradually every day, our need for a paradigm shift is required. You know, you, you can't walk into a new phase of your life with an old way of thinking. And this is why many of us end up suffering in some way, shape or form. We try to apply old paradigms to new phases in our lives. Right. So this is why we need to shift paradigms. Right. And remember. Shifting paradigms is changing our model our framework a belief system you know a, a pattern of doing things in some way shape or form right and the issue here is that many of us do not change our paradigms many of us keep the same way of thinking all throughout our lives and we wonder why we are suffering we wonder why we're not getting the things that we want right this is dangerous because we end up wasting our lives thinking in the same ways responding to circumstances in the same old ways and just pretty much going about our lives in a zombified state of non-awareness right many of us here's a prime example of holding on to a paradigm right and this is why this is why we hold on to specific paradigms give the reasoning for why we hold on to specific paradigms the reason why we hold on to specific paradigms is that Something may have worked for us really well in the past, and we think that we should apply it again because, shit, it worked for us in the past, right? This is a prime example of vertical thinking, right, as opposed to lateral thinking, which I brought up in my YouTube video. You should check my YouTube out. Definitely check my YouTube out. I've been uploading these little um, vlogs, these little thoughts for the day or for the week. And um, I highlighted a book that I read by Edward DeBono. 
hopefully I'm saying his last name right, but Edward de Bono wrote this book called Lateral Thinking. And lateral thinking, if if vertical thinking is drilling a hole straight down into the earth, vertical uh, lateral thinking would be drilling multiple holes across the surface of the earth. One is width and one is depth. Vertical is depth and lateral is width, right? So when we are laterally thinking, we are shifting our paradigms, we're shifting our perspectives on life. And we hold on to specific paradigms because they may have helped us in the past. They may have helped us navigate a difficult situation, a difficult relationship, a difficult job, or some sort of situation that proved to be difficult for an extended period of time. And we figured out a pattern. We figured out the code, if you will. And then we take that paradigm and we just, you know, keep on pushing that button, keep on, keep on applying the same pattern over and over and over again. And it was successful for a, a long period of time, right? But after a while, the success rate reaches its threshold and it ceases to be successful any longer. So we are required to shift paradigms, but many of us don't. Many of us don't shift paradigms. And here's another reason why people hold on to specific paradigms. It's a defense mechanism or a coping mechanism. See, many of us went through traumatic events in our lives. We went through traumatic situations in our lives, traumatic circumstances, and we've adopted a paradigm to help us survive in that moment. And this is a this is the point that I wanted to make in the YouTube video that I did yesterday on paradigm shifts. Watch that one as well. Consume that one as well. And this is why I like making multiple modes or mediums of content over um over the same topic because each mode of communication allows for an, an expansion or a different delivery or different perspective on each topic the written word provides a different perspective than the video that that provides a different perspective on um than a podcast so as i was saying many of us went through some traumatic things in our lives and we've adopted these paradigms as coping mechanisms as defense mechanisms and many of us don't want to let go of these paradigms because it was essential for our survival at one point. It was essential for our survival at, at one point. And I think this is one of the reasons why many of us need therapy. Many of us need to seek some sort of counseling because counselors, therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists, whoever clinicians of any kind of 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 psychology help us to release that paradigm that no longer serves us right and how do we know that these paradigms no longer serve us well when we're consistently clashing with our environment when we're consistently clashing with the people around us 
a specific paradigm may not service any longer right i am it is in my opinion that although many of us should stand out many of us um should be individuals we should also get along with one another i'm not talking about no we are the world bullshit bullshit and we're just basically covering up our our disagreements and covering up our issues i really think that we should all get along like we should be able to communicate with one another we should be able to interact with one another we should be able to live as a community with one another right in a cordial way even though i mean i would say on a on a on a wholesale level right without you know killing each other and when we move into different circles and we come across a different i guess a different I would say a different um, set of rules or a different set of, um, I guess, a different environment all, all in all. We want to adapt the paradigm that will allow us to excel in that space, if you will. And I'm not talking along the lines of pathological assimilation i'm talking along the lines of basic just basic human interaction skills social skills right and as i said before at one time we have we have adopted a paradigm that allowed for us to reject the environment around us so as to cocoon our psyche Right. This is what a defense mechanism is. It's a, it's a, a defense of the psyche. But they're going to come a time where you have to break out of that cocoon, where you have to release that paradigm and enter into whichever environment that you find yourself in. Because life, like I said before, moves us along like, as a ri like a river. And it makes sense as to why we hold on to these paradigms, because, again, we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to get hurt. So we hold on to these paradigms, but it is at our own detriment. Right. So if we were to revisit why we hold on to paradigms, again, it is to it is a way for the mind to protect itself. It's a way for the psyche to protect itself because we were once in a situation or circumstance that was so traumatic that the mind implemented a defense mechanism in the form of a specific paradigm and a specific model. And many of you are like this. Me, my, me, me myself too. Me included. I am a very non-trusting person and i don't like to be vulnerable which is why for a long time i haven't interacted with the internet in a candid vulnerable way see this podcast me doing videos uh, me writing my work all of that is me shifting out of a paradigm right i used to be in this paradigm of cocooning or 
being closed off from the world. And then I was telling an old uh, classmate that because um, she wants she's she started a podcast, but she's keeping hers private currently and writing and all that stuff that I started sharing my words with the world in 2013 but it was on a it was on a tumblr page it was private it wasn't it wasn't anything that was out there and then slowly but surely i created a domain name and i used it for the tumblr right and then i created a wordpress and i switched my domain over to the um to the to the to the wordpress and then slowly but surely i started posting my work and sharing my work on Instagram, sharing my work on Facebook, sharing it with family and friends and all that stuff. Then I started doing videos little by little. Little by little, I started coming out of my shell, right? That is an example of a paradigm shift, right? In my past, I guess it was necessary for me to close myself off from the world in order for me to develop Right. This is what the psyche does when we go through situations that are traumatic, situations that are troubling, situations that are bothersome in some way, shape or form. And that could be detrimental to our psyche in that in, in that in that um, specific circumstance. So that is a really hot really hot point. A lot of you are like this. A lot of you are just like me in that regard where. You don't want to open up to other people. You you hold this paradigm or this model of keeping keeping people at arm's length. And I'm not accusing anybody and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing because you may be in a point of your life that that you need to have that. You may be in a point. I even feel like having a paradigm of hatred or being um, being, uh, I guess, opposed to human interaction of the vulnerable kind is necessary for your current survival and the survival for, uh, of, of others you know you don't want to be one of the motherfuckers that just snap <laughs> you know and um lose your mind or or hurt yourself or somebody around you right and this is what the psyche does this is what the mind does to protect itself and i guess evolutionarily protect protect others Right. So I'm not really being accusatory. I'm saying that this is something in a phase that you might be it, it might be necessary, which is why I this, this is why I value my philosophical discipline, which is centered around feeling what we're feeling, feeling what I'm feeling, going through what I'm going through, you know, never repress things and push things away because it allows for us to shed that paradigm and to eventually grow grow from it like again the butterfly in the cocoon right a caterpillar in the cocoon that transforms into a butterfly you know some form of metamorphosis some form of metamorphosis and you should read my article mindset metaphor metamorphosis on um my blog badbuddhism.com very interesting very interesting perspective to take right so yeah a lot of you are like this a lot of you 
are shielding yourself from the world. A lot of you are saying, oh, fuck love. I don't want to get involved with nobody, yada, yada, yada. And you're pretending to be this strong person, this this hardcore person that don't need no love and, and all that stuff. But every now and again, I see the chink in your armor and I can tell that you just want to be held. <laughs> I can tell that you just want to be held. And again, I mean, this may or may not be enlighten, enlightening some of you to yourselves and your and your behavior. And this is again, this is what this podcast is about. This podcast is about. Um, this podcast is about. Uh, shedding of light. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't want to say enlightenment, but I would say it's a shedding of light on behaviors that we didn't know that we had. Right. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much I pretty much covered everything that I wanted to cover about paradigms. And I think that I think it's very important, especially when we're young, it's important to shift our paradigms or try on different paradigms when we're young because it seems as though the older we get the harder it is for us to adopt new ways of thinking you know the adage you can't teach an old dog new tricks right so you want to be able to try on these different paradigms every every now and again experiment actively but first and foremost it takes an admission of the fact that you're you're holding on to a current paradigm, one, two, identifying what paradigm that is. Is that a paradigm of 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 this perceived in in invincibility? Is it is it a paradigm of this tough guy or tough woman attitude? Is it a paradigm of victimhood? That's another one. Some people adopt paradigms of, of, of victimhood because that may or may not be necessary or was necessary in their past for survival. And I'm not talking about legit victimhood. I'm talking about, hmm, I'm just going to put it as crude as I can. Being a crybaby. Pretty much being a crybaby, being one of those people that are woe is me every time you get into a difficult situation, woe is me, right? And this may be, I'm going to give you my theory on it. People that are crybabies and people that are woe is me were shielded early on in life. They didn't, they didn't experience anything because their parents shielded them from circumstances. This is why I say not legit victimhood because there are some victims out there. Right. And this is why I brought up the, the trauma thing, because when you go through legit victimhood, you may or may not have paradigms that allow for your psyche to keep itself together. You may adopt paradigms that 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 allow for your psyche to cope and, and, and to um, and to keep itself together. Right. But there's some fake victimhood going on out there where people have been shielded coming up in life and every little test is a woe is me. Every little test. And you have to stop and think, hmm, where does that come from? Is, is that coming from lack of hardiness, lack of tenacity due to the fact that 
I was shielded early on in life. This is why it's important for us to realize when it's time to shift our paradigms or try on different paradigms, right? I don't know. I don't know at what point that my that specific paradigm of false victimhood of being woe is me was necessary, but here we are. Yup. Yup. And as I stated before, the danger of holding on to these paradigms is that you end up staying stuck in them. I know a few older people, a few older people who are stuck in a paradigm, a model, a pattern. And although here's what I know about the brain. Or I can surmise about the brain because I'm not a neuroscientist. The brain is elastic and the brain adapts to many of the situations that we're in. And I think that's a very underrated fact. Any situation that we're in, we adapt to it. We figure out a way. Right. But that's a that's a different topic for a different podcast. So when we try on this, these these paradigms, our brain tends to mold itself to this pattern to this to this model it's like pouring molten iron into a a, a cast into a mold right and that's how our brains are right water takes the shape of the container that it's in so when we're young we can take on many different types of paradigms try different paradigms on um and i think this is why a lot of elders tell people, hey, when you're in your 20s, that's the time you're, you're supposed to be experimenting. You're supposed to be traveling the world, yada, 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 because at some point we harden. And if we've adapted a specific mode of thinking by way of paradigm or if we adopted a paradigm and we reach this hardening stage, we're going to be stuck in that cast right and this is why i also i'm a huge proponent of having conversations with people that you disagree with as i stated in another podcast which podcast was that that was a podcast on the echo chamber right that was episode 18 the echo chamber we got to get out of our echo chamber. We got to speak to other people. We got to stop being fucking weirdos. Go outside and interact with other people that don't look like us, that don't talk like us, that have differing opinions than us so that we can exercise our, our versatility of thinking. And we, and we should do it while we're young so that we develop into a person that is legitimately tolerant, that is, I would say, intellectually mature. You know, intellectual maturity to me is being able to hear other people's opinions, have debates, arguments, agree to disagree, and then have a good laugh and a drink afterwards. But many people seem to have this intellectual immaturity where they believe that 
people who have differing opinions than them are attacking them when first of all they're well i was going to say that they're not attacking them they're attacking their paradigm they're attacking their belief system or they're attacking a mode of thinking but i don't think it's actually a, an, an an attack an advertent attack it's just a challenge and it's okay to have a back and forth with people that don't agree with you it's actually healthy for you it develops intellectual maturity you're able to see things from another side and you're wiser for it and this allows us to adopt a paradigm of maturity tolerance emotional maturity spiritual maturity mental maturity whatever you want to call it right but i just see that many people stay stuck in these paradigms right there's this uh i might have missed this meme but there's this meme that was going around okay boomer like that was a meme right because we have the baby boomer generation constantly talking shit about the millennials and the millennials which includes me are the type of people that see we man we came to age and a very a very um i would say defined and insidious at the same time there's a very sort of nebulous turning point where technology or the internet the state of the internet just shifted like we remember the days before the internet and we and we're living in um the 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 uh the current state of the internet and we've seen it evolve from pre-social media to the current state that is in now and by living through this era this specific era by existing in this specific era our our ways of thinking seem to be much more fluid we seem to be adopting ideas and playing with ideas and trying on different ideas and the baby boomers are just pretty much like no that's just not how it works no they're stuck in their ways only a few not all of them well a majority of them but a few of them seem to adapt. There's a few of them that adapted, right? And that's a prime example of people or a group of people that are stuck in a paradigm, even though they're living in an age that is way different. Here's an example. Here's an example, the most famous example of the last 10 to 12 years. The paradigm of go to school, get a four-year degree. First, it was get an associate degree, which is, which is great. And I have an associate degree, by the way. Then it was get a bachelor's degree. I got a bachelor's degree, by the way. Then it was go to grad school. Fuck grad school. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking on any more loans. Fuck that. Then it was you get married have children, get a retirement plan, work a job for 35, 40 years or whatever, which may be conducive to some people, 
right? I'm not completely ruling out that paradigm because for many people, that paradigm still exists and it's still workable. But for the majority of us, it is not. It is not. In some companies, in many companies, they're cutting pensions. Unions are disappearing. And that mode of thinking is becoming more and more outdated, especially in the specific Especially within the first three months or the first two months of this year, we're seeing that 2020, by the way, we're seeing that it is really practical to work from home. Why? Because of the Internet. So the old paradigm of going into the office is slowly but surely becoming more and more of an archaic idea. The, the, the paradigm of go to school, get a job, get a retirement plan and work for 30 to 35, 40 years is becoming more and more of an archaic idea. But some and many of the baby boomers are still pushing this ideology and cheering millennial, true millennial minded people off the cliff. Imagine working 35 years, 30 years, 40 years, and still not having enough to really live. As a matter of fact, I've witnessed or I've kind of witnessed, <laughs> you know, and this is not really, this is, this is sad. People at a company I used to work for work their whole lives, get a really good pension, a really good salary, all of that stuff, only to die a few weeks after they've retired. After working so much, yeah, health factors into it and all that stuff, of course, taking care of yourself. But can you imagine working all those years at a place you hate, retire, and then die two weeks after your retirement? That check didn't even hit yet. You're you were still living on your last few paychecks, your last um your last paycheck. You're still getting your last paycheck or two. Probably getting your vacations paid out or what have you. If, if you know, and it's just like that old paradigm just doesn't fucking work anymore. It 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 may work, but it's not that practical anymore. So for millennials, many millennials, they're finding another way out. And many boomers are just like, they're not with it. They're not with it. They can't fathom. I think some of them are jealous too. Because imagine, imagine you lived through an era where you worked. Hmm, I don't see why they'd be jealous. But imagine living through an era where you, where it was, where you had to get up, Go to work, get a job on all that stuff, um, get a mortgage and all that shit. And then only for this Internet thing to come along and people start working from home. People start making money on YouTube. People start making money writing, doing all sorts of things that doesn't require having necessarily having a boss. It's a shift, a whole shift in paradigm. But then I'm looking at it from the boomer side of it and. Hmm. I'm wondering if we were we were more mentally healthy back then, because there's a trade off. There's a trade off. 
with everything, and I say this all the time, with everything moving on the internet, people are becoming more and more weird. There's a bunch of fucking weirdos out there that don't know how to interact with other human beings. That just don't know how to interact with other human beings that are that are awkward, that are weird. And I'm not even being rude. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just observing it for what it is. Don't know how to fucking date. Don't know how to date. I don't know if this <laughs> I've seen this article and I don't know if it's really a joke or not. I just I just saw the headline. I didn't really read into it because it's not my fucking problem. But it's saying that millennials are having less and less sex like i said that my fucking problem (laughs) so i didn't really pay attention to it i didn't really look into it but that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me a lot of people are fucking awkward and don't know how to interact with people and this goes back to the whole intellectual maturity thing emotional maturity thing even spiritually maturity mature thing like people are so weird nowadays that if you have an opposing idea to their to their paradigm to their their model of thinking their mode of thinking their framework that they get offended by it well i suppose it's always been like that right but it's amplified even more so with this internet thing yeah man paradigm shift so hmm I don't know. Do I have anything practical for you guys? Like, how would you shift your paradigm? How would you shift your paradigm? Hmm. I would say that you would shift your paradigm by just, again, I said this before, just realizing that you do have a paradigm and you do have a way of thinking. Maybe take an audit and journal your observations for the next two weeks, three weeks, however long. Put the journal down for a little bit. Here here it is. I just came up with an idea on the fly and I'm gonna try it myself. Journal for maybe like two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month straight every day. And then sort of put the journal down in a place that you're gonna forget about it but not forget about it. And then come back to it come back to it maybe three five i don't know six months later and read what was in the journal because when you read what's in the journal at that point in time you're going to be able to objectively look at your flow of thoughts over that time period of a month or so and you'll probably notice an undercurrent or a recurring theme in each journal that's going to reveal itself to you as a paradigm right and i think that's i think that's a brilliant idea to identify maybe a paradigm that you were in six months previously and then maybe you'll get better at my hypothesis is that maybe you'll get better at identifying shifts in paradigms consciously or unconsciously and you'll be all the better for it i just think that we should try on different ways of thinking i've always been a type to um try on many different ways of thinking explore many different ways of thinking many different philosophies that's what this podcast is all about that's what my whole i guess my whole um 
uh brand is about if you will it's about exploring many different philosophies many different belief systems learning about them talking to people that have different belief systems and just ex being exposed to different paradigms so yeah that was a nice little short podcast wasn't wasn't too long because i don't know i'm out of i'm out of hmm I'm out of bullet points. I'm out of bullet points for this one. This one was nice and light. Wasn't too heavy, because usually I'd be wilding. I think I'd be wilding sometimes when I'm more, when it's not uh, what I would call a, a academic podcast where we go into exploring heavy topics like God, religion, philosophy, um, society, culture, things like that. It's a little bit lighter it's a little bit lighter this one so yeah anyway make sure that you check out my youtube i'm trying to grow my youtube i'm trying to get on camera more i've gotten into a flow gotten into a flow of posting videos on a regular basis showing my face more i should start taking pictures more and posting my face more as somebody told me I need to start showing my face more or what have you but yeah I'm working on that I'm working on it I'm not really a picture taking person I've never been one of a never been a picture taking person one of my exes fucking hated that shit about me I never used to want to take pictures like and then I went through like a a phase when I was taking mad I went through my <laughs> I guess I went through my pretty boy phase when I was taking mad pictures I was taking mad pictures so I don't know maybe I'll get back to that so yeah there's that um yeah this was a this was a smooth one so I hope this helped you guys out I hope it uh helped you to open your mind about yourself because a lot of you think that staying stuck in one paradigm is the wave is definitely not the wave definitely not the wave you got to expand your mind beyond your current limitations beyond your current boundaries beyond your your current paradigm all right so i'll holler at you guys probably friday yeah i'll probably holler at you guys on friday it's probably going to be a multiple a multiple podcast week I'm feeling it <laughs> peace